playing basketball. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Two Beers Podcast Special Edition, the two-for-one NBA playoff special. I'm Jordan, here with my co-host, Drew, special co-host, Tori White. How's it going, guys? It went from bad to great all in less than 24 hours. Bad to great? Why is that? Uh, my Sixers shit the bed, but boy, Tory's Nets, or Tory's Bucks, maybe shit it even worse. You just couldn't stand me being right about something else again, which still is not out of the question. Oh, man. It was great. What a night tonight. What a game. Oh, let's get into it. All right, let's assume positions for the two Bruce. Suns in four. How many passes? Four. Beers Get that four. sound bite ready, J.O. Beers in four. One, two, three, four. Um, I got a Trogues Field Study IPA, 6.2%. Is that 6.7? Ah, that's a two. This is one of my favorites. Uh, Drew, what are you drinking? Uh, I got an oatmeal stout, but uh, my can's all scratched up, so I can't really read who the brewery is. I just iron. I think it's Iron Pig Brewery in Jersey. And it's dark, but yeah, that's what I'm okay. rolling with. Tori? Uh, I got a Nubilis, I believe it is. I think it's named after clouds. A Nubilis uh, IPA from Four Points Brewing, 8.5%. Okay. Um, that's a lot, 8.5%. Yeah, first one you know of the it, night. You know what else is a lot? First one, last one. I don't know. What is a lot, guys? Uh, Kevin Durant's stat sheet tonight was a lot. Sure was. Um, you want to start with that that series? Uh, we can. Which is now three two. Three two nets. Big injury to Kyrie. Yeah. Drew. Oh, I'm starting this one. Uh, how you guys want to roll? You Let's roll it. Let's roll it. Tori first. Ah, uh, you go, Tori. <laughs> All right, so this uh, series started off with obviously the the uh, Bucks taking a pounding for two straight games. Then everything changed. It started Game Three, I believe it was. Whenever, or you know, it was it was earlier than that. Whenever thirty to Harden ten went out, yeah. And then 30. I believe it was in Game Three that Irving went out. And game then, four uh, was that Game Four. Yeah, game yeah, three yeah. was the yeah game three. That's right. That's right. Game, he yeah. was there for game three, although in the fourth quarter you wouldn't have known. Nobody, nobody, but, nobody was there. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have known he was there in the in the fourth quarter. Uh, but in game three, that's whenever he rolled Irving rolls his ankle, and then all of a sudden the door opens for the Bucks and they go on and beat him in convincing fashion for game four, and then it was like, okay, here they come. Uh, the start of this game, they got out to an early lead, held it all the way through the first half. Uh, as many second, as 16. As many as I saw it as 17 at one point. Oh, was it 17? Sec- in the okay. second half, it was, it was, it was Yeah, it was 17, 17 with it, like halfway through the third. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, then, uh, you know, the the wheels started coming off. Uh, Harden was out. He was played this game. He played uh, – he was out there uh, for – a lot of the first half and a lot of, you know, but through the first half he had zero points. Yeah, 46 so minutes he played. 46 minutes Harden played? 46 minutes. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was out there the whole time, but 
he started off super slow and could not get to the rack like he usually does. Um, his jumper had no lift, and consequently, yeah. a lot of his uh, jump shots were short. Yeah. Um, he was I think, basically I think just. He, he, I think he had one field goal, which was like this this slow motion drive that he actually got an end one on. Uh, he ended with five points. He was uh, essentially just a, an offensive a decoy. decoy. Yeah, just just basically basically out there. You had to you had to play him somewhat honest because you know what he can do, even though he wasn't healthy. But like yeah. he he limited with was being nice. Yeah, pretty much uh, just moving around and yeah. uh, somehow uh, finding a way to contribute a little bit. But uh, the big contributions came from. Uh, Kevin Durant uh, and Jeff Green had a really nice game. He was hitting uh, threes all over, especially very timely ones. Seven threes, seven, seven eight, eight, 27 yeah. points 27 for points. Uncle Jeff. Yep, and then uh, Durant just, you know, you talk about we want these stars to say, give me the damn ball, I'm going to win the game. That's exactly what happened. That is 100% what happened. He took the ball, he put it in the basket, Carried the team. He put the team on his back like he was Greg Jennings. I feel, I feel like that's a that's a. I tweeted something and somebody liked it. Line. He took the ball, put it in the basket, <laughs> and just. I mean, he made it look that simple though. It was really the, is what I'm trying to express. Is like I'm going to score and it's not going to be stopped, and that was the end of it. True. Uh, that I'll start with tonight's game. That was the greatest individual performance I've seen since LeBron Game One of the Finals in 2017. Uh, There's a 51, eight and eight game. 51, yeah. So he goes 51, okay. eight and eight in overtime against the Warriors. Um, yeah. With it, you know, yeah. no Irving, you know, love Jeff. Jeff Green was there. Uncle Uncle Jeff's the common denominator of that uh, of these two yeah. guys there. Uh, and Durant Durant goes for 49. 10 assists and 17 rebounds tonight. 16 of 23. Just insane. 4 of 9 from 3. 13 of 16 from the free throw line. The guy basically, he, he does 50, 40, 90 as the only real threat on that team. And that's yeah. just insane. Uh, the shot he hit with about two minutes left, with the shot clock winding down, where he's yeah. off balance. The Nets, I think Shamit, Shamit and Harden are like playing keep away from each other with the ball. Neither yeah. one of them wants it, and they're they're like getting caught in pick and roll or pick and roll traps. And Durant just has to like put up a shot and just sinks it like it was nothing, man. That that's one of the best shots that I've seen in my life that he hit. It, that was nuts. It's it, it's it's not as great as the obviously the Curry against OKC shot, but I'll never forget sitting here on my floor watching that that shot. Uh, absolutely incredible. You know, game three was kind of nuts. You know, the Bucks went up thirty to eleven in the first quarter. The Nets somehow got it down to three by halftime, uh, and then it was just a back and forth game in the fourth that fourth quarter. Like you said, no, the only the only people that showed up was for that was basically Middleton and KD for what a minute and a half. They played well, and then every other shot that quarter was terrible. Uh, um, the first three three games was the that Bucks the last game. One that was game three. That came down to the wire. The Bucks ended up winning by three, yeah, and then that's the yeah. fourth quarter was atrocious. And I'll say one of the worst quarters of basketball. Yeah, I've ever missed on a and I'll say I don't. The, I, yeah, the, and the, the only reason why the Bucks won, in my opinion, 
is there was a play where Giannis got fouled. They didn't call the foul because we don't call fouls when we should in the NBA, but we call them when they're not real fouls. And the ball went out on him, and they refused to review the play, the referees, because they knew they swallowed their whistles, and they knew it was off Giannis. I, I haven't seen that in three years where they requested a review and they wouldn't do it because they knew the review would show it was out on Giannis. So they kept the Bucks ball. They get a goal 10 that cuts the lead to one. And then this is all with about a minute left in the game. And then Holiday put, makes the go-ahead layup uh, to go up by three. Or, sorry, to, to go up by the one possession. And then Bruce Brown throws up on himself. So I really thought the Nets really should have won that game. Yeah, game four, Kyrie goes down on Giannis' ankle. When it's it's a it's like a three point game at that point. So yeah. again, all this all these guys that are pro Bucks, like, oh, the Bucks have all this confidence, they figured it out. I'm like, they really didn't figure anything out. The Nets are still doing what they want to do. They're just they're missing makeable shots that they made in Brooklyn. And then tonight they're down seventeen. I don't understand. Like the Bucks I, I I don't think I told you guys. I think it was my other our other buddies, Mikey and Lou. I was like, what? Somehow, it's crazy to think that the worst thing that might happen to this team is that they win this series against Brooklyn, and because they're shorthanded now without Kyrie and Harden, and they could still win the finals. I don't know that they still would, but it basically would mask the, all the deficiencies of how this team is coached, and it would actually end up being terrible for them. Like. This defense again. We've been. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hop in this. Stop you right there. Did you just say winning the NBA championship would be terrible? No, 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 no. no. I was saying if they were to win this series, I think. I think that you know, unless they win the championship, I think it's bad. Unless they win the championship, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I was saying they may end up. They may end up still winning the title. I'm just saying, like, like offensively they're all they're no, they, I, I understand their flaws as a team oh my god i mean I, I you got you, like like the corpse of james harden is in there and they're not going at him they're just like they're did, just basically did you pay doing attention to the post game did you watch oh the, no the i didn't no uh barkley very smartly highlighted i know it's uh ironic phrase to say sometimes but he he's like watch this possession he's like there is a possession where Giannis was backing down harden Backing down one-legged James Harden, and uh, I think Shamit was up at the key, or maybe it was Joe Harris, went to go double-team him, and while he's getting back down, James Harden waves the guy off that's trying to double-team. He said, no, I got this. Giannis shoots this ridiculous fadeaway. Oh, that was, well, yeah, that was with like a minute and a half left. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was terrible. Unbelievable. And it was like, what do you, like, you're, you're, you know, just sitting there and, you know, as a basketball fan, not even like a Bucks fan, like, it's just so frustrating to watch them just, like, throw up all over themselves. Like, it just has... All of them. Like, like, what do you do? Holiday did like, the same thing. Like, Holiday was so posting up, or was trying to post up Harden. So many, uh, so many times watching this Bucks thing, you're just going, what are you doing? And it's just, they just can't stop it. They just can't help themselves. They, they just don't understand that, like, how you win in the regular season isn't how you win in the playoffs. It, it's such bad offense down the stretch. And listen, uh, I, I understand, like, Giannis doesn't have these developments in his game still. And, uh, you know, our, our longtime listener of the pod, Teddy, was trying to shit on me saying that, oh, Giannis is past that when I was saying he wasn't. He's not. Yeah. He, still, he still can't put his mark on this game and close out a team in the last three minutes of a game. He can't. He doesn't have that he, has to do with his foul shooting. He's still, yeah, and that too. Like he still doesn't have it, and um, they just don't know what to do. And listen, I, I know I shit on every everybody's favorite uh, role player, Chris Middleton, all the time, but like 
you can't count on like you, I, it's not even fair to count on him to close games for you. Like that's uh, not who he is. I thought uh, he should have shot that ball whenever he drove past. I believe he drove past Durant and had like he would have been like a floater over Jeff Green. And it's like just go up and shoot the ball. Instead, he tried to do a bounce pass to mid or to uh, Giannis who fumbled it. Yeah, and, and then that was the game. That you know they were never able to get to and, uh, closing distance from that. And then defensively. Giannis, again, it's not guarding Durant. Like, Middleton's guarding him at the well, end what, of the game. What is that about? Why in the last three minutes? Like, in the, there's no excuse. In the last – don't even do it the last five minutes. In the last three minutes when Kevin Durant is literally shitting down your throat. Torching Gian- everyone he's, he's, you've thrown at him. He torched every single person you've thrown at Ugh. him at this point. But Giannis is, Giannis is first team all defense, though, so, you know. Yeah, I, why, I, why? <laughs> Yeah. I, I could I couldn't believe it. I, I was yeah. on the phone with somebody as this going on. I was like, why is why is Chris Middleton guarding guarding Kevin Durant right now? Why why is this a thing? To, to me, I, like you almost want to take that uh, first team all defense away from you. It's like, look, if you can't go guard that guy in that situation, you're not first team all defense. I don't care what's going on, what your team thinks they need to save you for. That's the that's what you're saved for. You know, you didn't guard him for in 48, 46 minutes. Now two minutes left. Go guard him. Buckle up, buddy, and go make go get some stops. It, it's insane. If, man. if you want to uh, be first team all defense, you got to be able to guard a guy right there. Makes makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, even looking at these guys' minutes, like Holiday only played thirty four minutes. Lopez thirty six. Oh, middle. All right, Middleton played forty five. Middleton played more than Giannis. Okay, that makes no sense. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I I was I was very much against the talk that Bud should get fired if they don't make it to the finals this year because I think I think it's unfair. Got the guy's been there what three seasons and they've gotten better every. They've 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 yeah. they've really gotten better every year. Obviously, they made the conference finals two years ago and then lost in the second round in the Mickey Mouse bubble last year. But they they've gotten better. Like it's it, he just needs to learn how to get out of his own way with some of the system shit that he does yeah. and. It's awful. Like I, you know, I, I want the Nets to win. A lot of my buddies are Nets fans. I picked the Nets. I love Kevin Durant. I said it on our NBA preview show. He was the best two-way player in the NBA before he got hurt. I hope he gets back to that. He's doing it. Um, God, that was just awesome to watch. We'll see. We'll see what happens in um, in Game Six. I, I got. I imagine Harden's going to play again. Kyrie. Kyrie's listed as day to day. He's not going to be back for at least two weeks. There's no no way that that's happening. Um, the way he went down. Plus, he might be cashing in on some of that bankers workman's comp. So we may not yeah. see him the rest of the playoffs. But uh, I think it'll go seven. I think the Bucks will pull out Game Six. I think the Nets will take their foot off the gas a little bit here to try to regroup and get some some of their energy back. And well, yeah, and I do think a game like this does take a lot of energy out of you when you have to go on the road. I think you know. That's going to, you know, the Bucks are playing for their lives at home. I, I, I do look for them to win game six. Giannis is saying he wants to guard KD in the postgame. Well, awesome. Uh, cool, dude. Why don't, you, why don't you just go do it? Like, at some point, at some, like, dude, at some point, like, like what's Bud going to do? At some point, couldn't he have tapped Middleton on the shoulder and said, I'm guarding him. Get out. Yes. Oh, dude, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Bucks or if Nets are still going to win the series, by the way. I think that just proves that Giannis is listening to the Two Bears pod is all that proves to me. Yeah, somehow he's got the – J.O. must have emailed him the link. 
And one quick yeah. side, one quick aside about uh, KD's game. It's, I think it's funny. You know, I see him. He played every minute and had about fifty points and like close to twenty rebounds. And I, I don't, I don't know. My, my mind just goes. I, I just think, man, Will Chamberlain did that every game, every night. Didn't miss a game for an entire season. <laughs> it's like didn't like, miss a minute. Or, 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 didn't miss a minute. He he actually averaged forty eight and a half minutes because he didn't come out of overtime. He, he he yeah. Will Chamberlain did that. Like we're obviously all in awe of Kevin this is average. game. What, yeah, <laughs> and as we all should be because that was amazing. And I just think like man, I wish I could have watched Will Chamberlain do that every single night for an entire season. It almost makes you wonder. Like did they? Like, did they have a monkey keeping the stats? Like, like it might have been whatever. Is that real? But like, it might have just been whatever woman he was sleeping with that night. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Guess so. I mean, sleep with the scorekeeper. They they they're all recorded somewhere, right? So it's got to be real. Anyway, um, all right. So moving on to Hawks Sixers. Tori, we're starting with you. Just to torture Drew. Go. Sure. Uh, I mean, I think. The Hawks are the best team in the league. The Sixers can't stand up to them. The Sixers are a bunch of wussies. <laughs> no, uh, but for real though, I'm, I'm, uh, wait, I'm, I'm waiting for you to say something for me to actually disagree with you on. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, look, the, the, the Sixers came out just on fire, and then you could tell that uh, Embiid got dinged up once again. Injuries showing their ugly head here. And then, you know, once he was dinged up, the game changed. I mean, that was really my analysis of game uh, four. I, I, you know, I thought, I've said before that I thought that the Sixers were winning five or six. I thought it was going to be five. Uh, but, uh, you know, this, that all, I think now it certainly depends on a healthy Embiid because without him, you know, uh, they just struggle to have a main guy who could score. Tobias Harris is not getting into the high 20s, which he needs to do every single game in this series. I think I called for that at the beginning of the playoffs. He he needs to get to that level for them to uh, really knock down the, the Hawks like they should. Uh, Trey Young, like you have been raving about, his passing's been elite. That's definitely been there. Uh I still want him to stop jacking up these uh, 35-foot uh, threes that we see Lillard and uh, Curry make that he just seems to be shooting one of 20 on, and it's just killing some possessions for them. But uh, I, I think uh, the Hawks have definitely got the attention of the Sixers. I, I still think the Sixers are going to win this series. I mean, I, I think they defensively could guard Atlanta and especially if Embiid is able to play a full a game of well I won't say full health we'll go 80% seems to be the threshold that we like to say he plays a full game at 80% health these doctors that like stick a uh, they stick a a thermometer in these players and it tells them magically what percentage they're at health wise yeah that we keep saying uh I was yeah. with your 80% that you uh, threw at LeBron and uh, AD <laughs> at the beginning. I was going on, on the, on the oh, that, Tomos, oh, oh, I see what you did Drew there. Tomoski MD uh, status. Yeah. I see what you did there. Um, last night was probably one of the top five worst Sixers performances, awful games 
I've ever watched and seen disappointed. Um, and there's been plenty to go through. That that had game four of the Raptors back in twenty I guess twenty nineteen was it, right? Mm-hmm. When they the Raptors won. Written all over it. You come out, you know, you beat the shit out of them in game three. Uh, you really, you really, you really flexed your muscle to say we're better than you. Uh, the other team, you're up double digits. The other team wants no part of winning the game. They give you a hundred chances to step on their throat, and you just you can't do it. Uh, they let John Collins. They just let his energy. Like this, I can't believe this guy's gonna get a max contract. It's ridiculous. They let his like just hustle, basically allow Atlanta back in the game, just being lazy. Um, you know, and that game against the Raptors, Joel was out, whatever, you know, he said he had a tummy ache, you know, there's rumors he was out partying the <laughs> night before and was sick. He played terrible, he couldn't he couldn't dominate that game. And whether he was hurt, whatever happened last night, like he went back in the game, so he was obviously healthy enough to play. If he if he was hurt enough, they would not have played him and put him back in the game. They just wouldn't have. After, um you, because you feel you're like up, that after watching Harden tonight? What's that? So you feel that's true after watching a performance like Harden tonight? I feel like if I feel like if he couldn't have played, they wouldn't they wouldn't have played him if he was that hurt. Um, but you know what? It wasn't even that like he was in the second half. He went zero for twelve and was stupid shooting stupid fadeaway. Like if you're hurt and you have no legs, shooting yeah. stupid fadeaways probably isn't what you should be doing. Um, and like just his body language was stupid. Like he like, he just looked like he didn't want to be playing. And then after the game, he was like, oh, I, just, I from the get go, I didn't have it tonight." Um, you know, he just kept looking for fouls. When he wasn't getting them, he was like not getting back on defense, yeah, putting them back. Yeah, I remember him specifically one time Did, just completely laying down. Yeah, he just said, "Yeah, yeah," and happened. and they hit a three, like yeah. like bullshit, like that's and that's you know, Joel's been great. I love Joe. Joel could be he could run for mayor of Philadelphia and win point. tomorrow. Um, but man, it's so disappointing. Like he misses that like that wide open layup where they could have gone ahead. Um, it, it just bad. Uh. Tobias wasn't great, but again, a lot of people were shitting on Tobias and Ben for not like picking him up in the fourth quarter. I mean, he was taking a bunch of terrible shots, so it's not like they were getting the ball. Yeah, like he was getting it, he wasn't really passing it out to anybody. He was just shooting stupid shots. So I can't get on. T- I don't, I'm not going to get on Tobias all that much. He's been pretty good this whole series. Um, Atlanta's had no answer for him. Yeah, he, uh, he took the ball and did not put it in the basket. Yeah, uh, Ben, man. I say it all the time. It's that last night's a game where he just kills him because he's afraid to go. To the, whether it's afraid to get fouled or whatever it is that he does, like, man, you got to be aggressive. You got to have an impact. You got to score some points somehow, or he, you got to find a way to be more aggressive uh, offensively. Yeah, and he's been. Find so he's a been way to drive and get get some points. He needs he's to be been. In he's the high teens. He's been doing a great job on on Trey Young defensively. Um, pretty much, I mean, he's guarding most of the game now. But man, yeah. it's. Piss poor, embarrassing. Um, I I was I was I, I felt sick about the game all day. I was like, how do you? And the biggest difference, I think you might have said, Tori, the biggest difference between the Raptors game and the Hawks game, like the Raptors are actually good, and like the Hawks like aren't, <laughs> like they're fine. But that's a young team that you should have. Somebody should have stepped up there in the fourth quarter and just said, "All right, this this run you're making's cute, but you you guys are done. You're you're going home. We're gonna win this in five. And they didn't do it, um, man. I, 
Rivers, he sticks with some of these lineups. Like, I won't even put it on Doc last night because I thought it was more of the effort of the guys on the floor. Like, there's times where I, I do think coaching costs game. Like, obviously, I thought Budenhauser, obviously, tonight was terrible, as usual, yeah. um, in the playoffs. But, you know, but sometimes he sticks with some of these lineups that make no sense. Um, I can't even get on the refs because they – I guess we saw the story come out yesterday that they're going to start looking at this bullshit where, like, Harden and Trey Young launch themselves into players. And I felt yeah. like – I felt like Young was getting, like, even in the first half, like, you had Young and Herter. They were bitching at the refs, getting out of it because they were frustrated. Like, they, they didn't want to win that game. They were they were ready to lose. And you know what? Like, yeah. championship team, I know I know it's, oh, today's NBA. Like, no lead is safe. Like, it's a game of runs. Like, yeah, but you know what? In the playoffs, that's bullshit. Like, a championship yeah. team doesn't lose that game. And this is the Sixers' chance, man. There's zero excuse for them not to make it to the NBA Finals at a minimum. With Brooklyn nicked up, and again, I don't, I have, I don't have any faith in the Bucks, even healthy. This is it. Like, there's no excuse for them not to get to the finals. And last night just is an example. I feel like a Joe Joe Allen beat injury is a perfect excuse for them not to get to the finals. But he's, you know, I, I mean, I, I, he's he scored, he's averaging 35 points in the series. So like, is it? He, I, I'm he not is, even gonna, I, you know, uh, I feel like better teams are going to be able to reduce that number and make things harder on him maybe uh but for this series yeah they should be they should be crushing this atlanta team and they're not and i i, I listen i i think i picked them in seven when we started this just you knowing did. that mb was was nicked up i figured he'd miss a game at least I, I still think they'll win the series i just i feel less I felt great after Game Three that they were going to win the NBA championship. I really did, and and that was even before Irving got hurt because uh, yeah. I because I didn't expect Harden back. Because um, I've always said Brooklyn's the only team that scares me. But man, like last night, just as a reminder that you know Rivers playoffs aren't his strong suit. Joel, like like the main three guys that were there in 2019 with that Raptors series, like that series will always haunt me, man. Because that. Again, I was at that game three where the Sixers won by like forty, and they just they took the Raptors' spirit, and they couldn't break. They just couldn't break it in game four, and it opened the door for them to win that set that game seven. So, we'll see. Again, I I, I wish I could scream and yell, but now now I'm just getting now now I'm just getting sad again thinking about uh, how they how they blew that game last night. I think one thing that uh, the past few games has shown us about all three of the East teams is it's shown why. Why the East is so wide open because none of these teams are able to go ahead and put themselves way up above. Whether Brooklyn's injuries holds them back, uh, Sixers just not having that killer instinct to take the next step to go over the top, and Brooklyn their offensive deficiencies. Milwaukee, obviously, or yeah, Milwaukee their offensive deficiencies are coming to the forefront that's holding them back. So I think with all three of these teams that should be. You know, one of them should be stepping up and making that push to get to the finals. We, we're seeing a little bit of what's held them back all year. Yeah, it's on, almost on like their identity. Their identities are basically holding them back. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Is yeah, like you're, you're, yeah. you're seeing, you know, uh, the playoffs become a microcosm of who you are, and you're seeing the the struggles that each of these teams have faced during the season. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sick over that game four for a while. Uh, just it just can't happen, man. It just can't. It's and I again I'm I, I get on LeBron, I get on some of these other guys. I, I'm not giving Joel a pass. The whole city does. I he, he 
He's if he's on the floor, he's got to be better than he was. Yeah. Just bottom line. for twelve doesn't cut it. Bottom line. All right. Um, and we'll move right along to another series: Jazz versus Clippers. Maybe Kawhi is the guy we thought. I it love was. LA. Well, not only not only is Kawhi maybe the guy he is, but is playoff P actually becoming playoff P? Uh, I'll tell you what, man. He's got thirty-one points in his last two games. If Paul, jo- if Paul Jordan, not combined here. What's that? No, no, no. Yeah, good point. Yeah, each game, each game he scored thirty-one. I know people would be like, "Oh, that must be combined." He scored thirty-one points and efficiently shot the basketball. The last two games, the Clippers have had huge leads on Utah the last two games after, you know, after Utah, you know, I won't say handled them, but, you know, Utah Utah controlled most of the games of outside of a couple quarters in Utah. They can they controlled the Clippers there. Uh, if 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 playoff P is going to play like regular season P, whew, Clippers, I'd, Clippers I'd are going to make some noise. Paul George's uh, home and away splits. I, I, that's something I haven't looked into, but I, I would I would wonder. I would assume, well, he was bad. I don't think I he he wasn't very good at home against against the Dallas. Mavericks, but but I mean that was their whole team. So I, I'm I'm not like really so much concerned about that particular series. But I'd love to see over the season. I guess I'm not. But you know, about. you know what's crazy? Maybe 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 Kawhi's listening to the podcast too. Uh, or yeah. we just hit on the head. Like he played with such different energy in games three and four that you just didn't see like for the whole games one and two. Maybe he, maybe, and I, I was just taking a flyer, but maybe he really does see it as I just got to do this four games. So yeah. you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how the first half, I'm gonna see how the Make first half of these games goes, and then I, if I, if I, if I, if I think this is our night, I'm gonna turn it on in the second half, and then we're gonna run away with it, or I'm gonna pack it up and save it for the next game. But he had one of the most vicious dunks I think we've seen in a while last night on uh, on Derek Favors. Because uh, the league leader in Florver again was unplayable there in stretches of the game last night again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Morris hit like seven threes again. Like he's he's been. Uh, high. It's almost if if they can get him to just consistently make four or five a game, then they'll they'll be okay. Um, yeah, man, it's great. Reggie Jackson. This is it's just I can't believe Reggie Jackson's making like winning basketball plays again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And for the Jazz, like I know Mitchell's banged up. I've been saying it like they. I think they need Mike Connolly here. Like I think he defensively and offensively just kind of steadies them a little bit. Uh, Mitchell's become a better playmaker, but he's still not. You know, he's still not like a great play, like a great playmaker. Uh, they're shooting the ball well too. Like I said, just defensively, like they just can't stop the Clippers. Because even even the last two games, it felt like the Jazz have still made a lot of threes, which is what they do. Uh, they just got to find a way to slow down the the two headed monster on the Clippers. And again, now they're going back to Utah. Maybe they, you know, maybe it's just a matter of home cooking. But they better. I'm fat. This well, I, I'm more interested in this game five than the Sixers game five from a yeah, from a, a, nar- a, a narrative standpoint. Yeah. Well, uh, being the stack guy that I am, I found some home in a way splits for uh, Paul George. Oh, sweet. Uh, so, home, he's shooting 48% field goals as opposed to 43.8 on the road, or 45.7 on the road. Okay. Uh, three point percentage at home, 44.2, whereas on the road is 38.7. 
So and not, I mean, not, and, and it's plus minus uh, at home is plus fifteen point seven, and on the road plus eight point five. So, okay, so yeah, I mean, so, better at home, but they're not as staggering as I would have expected them to be. I mean, he's shooting six home percent better at, from three. I feel like that's you know, and is that a lot? I now, guess it's a lot, right? Yeah, and now he's averaging a couple more points. Uh, on on the road, but I figure you know if you're down. I feel like they've been down. I, yeah, I think yeah. that's just I think because they've been down. down so team, yeah, 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 teams are playing prevent defense. It's like having a, yeah, you know, Dak Prescott on your fantasy team the first five weeks of the season this year. Yeah. Um, who do you who do you 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 still like the Jazz to win the series? Um, I I do. Uh, I think uh, they could find uh, the home team. I I feel like. I feel like we know what we're getting from the stars, you know. Donovan Mitchell is going to be putting in probably 35 a night. Uh, the the Paul George uh, Kawhi doublehead mon- doubleheaded monster is going to be, you know, the crux of uh, the Clippers' attack. And then you know the role players home and away, I think, are going to be the difference. And I think you know the Jazz in seven seems to be. Uh, I just look for the the role players to step up at home for each team. So uh, Jazz and seven seems to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, I I go. said I would. I said I wasn't pick gonna ever pick the Clippers again. So even though I kind of want to, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I, I gotta stick with the Jazz out of spite. But I, I'll tell you, I it. Who knows? Enough, I, enough cause for concern there. I mean, yeah, I, I do. I do think it's funny how people on Twitter last night were like, "Oh, all that slander on on Paul on Paul George, playoff T, pandemic P." But it's like, yeah, it was all like awesome, cool. So he hasn't played that way in two games. Like he's he's all the ridicule has been very warranted yeah, the last yeah. <laughs> the last like three or four years. Yeah, that doesn't so erase uh, years of past history. Yeah, he still shot that three off the side of the backboard in Game Seven last year, guys. <laughs> like that happened. Let's not like it doesn't. It doesn't change the result of what's happened in the past, so uh, yeah, it, it could be a nice little redemption story for him. And I, I get my, you know, my uh, my man that I got all my stock in, Luke Kennard's out there making plays, hitting some three, <laughs> hitting some threesies. Uh, he cer- he's certainly playing better than Joe Harris right now, that's for sure. For anyone that's got stock in Joe Harris, yeah. So uh, it's fun. This it looked like that was going to be a short series, and the Clippers definitely made it a little more interesting. So yep. Uh, I'm excited. I get they both they both play to play tomorrow night. I assume, right? I think so. Yeah, be, I know. I mean, the Sixers be, definitely uh, do. I'm not sure if they. Sixers, yes. Yeah, I'm not sure if they gave yeah, they the do. Clippers they an extra do. day. Okay, they so do. they're both on tomorrow night. Oh, great. So we'll be up till one thirty in the morning watching the the Clipper game. Mm-hmm. I wish they would start like the first game at seven. Like no pre-show. No, not like oh the pre-show and then the game starts at seven thirty. Like. Start the first game at seven. Start the second game at nine thirty. Let's be in bed by, yeah, you know, twelve fifteen. <laughs> call it a day. Drew needs his beauty sleep. Oh man, I'm getting I'm getting too old. It's not the uh, it's not the years. It's the mileage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who am I quoting there, Jo? LeBron James. No. Oh uh, no. <laughs> um, I don't know. Indiana Jones. Oh, nice. Um. Speaking of the mileage, um, how about Suns in four? Suns in four. Suns in four. Oh, man. First, let's break down that guy and that clip. <laughs> future, so, future, future guest of the two-for-one. Oh, that would be yeah, something else. Yeah. Um, so, as we noted offline, 
Um, we we kind of just come in. I don't necessarily want to say mid skirmish, but towards the beginning of some fracas, slightly some, before some, the, the first punches, some some disagreement, uh, some some back and forth has taken place. Um, and as Dan uh, from Coffee Box, Dan C has has dubbed them, the Nuggets Bros are um, just kind of look like they're they just want to throw hands and uh like again they have the high ground they they have the ewan ewan mcgregor um (laughs) obi-wan high ground and and they throw the first punch um which is a sucker punch and uh sons and fours guy comes up and just you know handles his business he's he's taunting them mid mid combos and bloodies their nose and then you know he becomes an internet hero for for basically just wasting these these two nuggets bros and but then has the and has the wherewithal to like in the middle of it while he's just throwing like hooks to the face to go sons and four sons were and uppercuts four. man oh were they were they, they were, uppercuts they were, uppercuts. were good old-fashioned hockey uppercuts he had the oh, jer- yeah. he had his left hand on the jersey ragdoll on the guy and then uppercutting him, yeah, it's hand, like I said, handling his business, and then, uh, but but now I guess like Devin Booker's gonna give him tickets, and like potentially that, like that that's, yeah, that that might happen, and I I I don't know. I feel like there's gotta be more to this story, and I I don't know why this guy. I mean, hey, you know what? You you conquer in a fight, especially one where you're outnumbered don't have the high ground and getting sucker punches thrown at you yeah, yeah i mean you know more power to you there but like what's up I, what's up with what's up with uh why denver guys in denver jerseys uh throwing sucker punches Who was i don't know uh i mean i, I would have definitely given the the nuggets fan a flagrant too <laughs> i mean there is wind up intent and follow through yeah i was actually referring to carmelo 20 years ago but sorry jay oh, I, yeah. I, inter- I interrupted you oh no no um <laughs> I, 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 I just like thing, obviously. is is sons and four guys. He is is he a hero? Is he? Uh, I I I think he. I I was all about him because again, and we didn't see how the fight started, but I mean, to me, I I just thought it was two Denver fans like just getting pissed and talking shit because he was you know he they were in Denver, so he's and he him and his row of sons fans were probably just like cheering, having a good time. And the Denver fans were getting pissed and started shit, and then he was just defending himself. And of course, it definitely looks that way with the sucker punches. So, like in that case, I'm like, dude, good for this guy. Like these these two guys were trying to, uh, you know, be like sore loser tough guys. It came at him, and he just handled his friggin' business and took them both down. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, he has said online that it was self defense. If that's the case, then congratulations, you defended yourself. Uh, well, you know. My my only issue with like the courtside seats thing is you know we don't want to get to a situation where we're promoting this kind of behavior in arenas you know not every just because you want to fight doesn't mean you should be a star like <laughs> be, 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 being be, being the internet being like the internet sensation uh, is one thing I mean like real life uh, accolades should not come with you know. It's funny because if he if he was a if he was a Philly fan he'd be vilified right now, but he's not. So everybody's treating him like a hero. That's true. Yeah. It would have been like ah oh, these scumbag Philly fans, look at him. And like here here that that breaks out and this guy's getting like courtside seats. Booker's gonna give him one of his uh 
his yeah. collector's cars and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, but sp- speaking of an ass whooping, Suns one and four, huh? Yeah, they they actually uh, came true on that. Suns and yeah. four was definitely a thing. Yeah, you know it was I and I forget what we predicted the Suns and I think we both had the Suns winning. You know, we gave Joker some credit and thought maybe maybe he'd steal a game four, or maybe two. They just didn't have the talent. They just didn't have the talent to match up. At the end of the day, uh, you know, I, the Suns had two and a half guys that they could consistently rely on, and with with Paul Booker and a- I mean Aiden played. Re- Aiden's played really well in the playoffs. You know, he's had a couple of bad games, but you know, I'll, I'll say because he's a little less tested than those other two guys, just in general. Because I know he's missed some time with injuries, and then what did he test positive for some like? hormone or something um so not as much time on the court as the other guys i'll say you know half half you can count on him and, and the jazz just had Jokic. so basically they're they're asking uh, nuggets you did it again we're not the game's not even on oh my god i'm still saying jazz <laughs> oh my god what's wrong with me that tequila still hit my head um yeah but they're, the nuggets are a lot basically relying on porter jr who's he's 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 getting there but he's not, not there. there he's not, there. not ready yeah exactly uh and they're counting on like Morris, Austin, Austin friggin' Rivers. What's the little point guard's name who was getting into it with Chris Paul? Yeah, that, whatever, sure. Him, like, they're relying on those guys to just put up tons of points for him, and it just can't happen. So, like, they would, you know, the Suns would go up 10, 12 points. Nuggets would cut the leads down to, like, 6. Suns would go on another, like, 8-0 run. Nuggets would go on a 4. Like, they just could never really get within reach. Um and so have the Suns. You, have you seen anything that would make you think that the Jazz or the Clippers could test the Suns? Yes. What What makes you think? Uh, because I think that, and I, I do want to talk about the Jokic thing before we before we leave. But I think the Jazz can hit the three point ball at such a high clip. I I don't I I think they're in every they they're in every game that they're going to play it. Even last night when the Clippers were up by like thirty. That was like a game in the last – somehow got to be a game in the last three minutes because the Jazz just caught fire and just were making every three that they took. Uh, I also think that if Mike Connolly's playing, I think that gives them a different a different look and it, yeah. it helps settle them and so Mitchell can just go back into just scoring a bunch of points. Uh, well, and I Also, it gives their uh, second team a one-two punch with Ingles and Clarkson as opposed to – yes. Having and to play I, one of those guys as a starter and trying to figure out your second lineup from there. Yeah, and while again the Suns, <laughs> one of those guys is a sixth man. One of those guys is a seventh man. Yeah, oh, that's that gonna be a great true. T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, and while Jay Crowder is certainly stuck it in me since Game Four or Game Five of the Lakers series, you know I trust Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich. Um, who else they got shooting threes? Uh, Clarkson. Yeah, Clarkson. Mitchell. Conley. I, I trust uh, McNeil. Yeah, McNeil. No, not McNeil. Yeah, uh, McNeil, right? What is it? Uh, Royce O'Neal? Royce uh, O'Neal. Sorry, Royce, Royce O'Neal. O'Neal. Uh, I kind of tr- trust those guys to be knocking down threes at a high clip as opposed to Crowder, Campaign, and Cam Johnson. And Utah's going to have the home court, so – I do think Utah. I do think Utah will can beat them. Um, listen to the Clippers. If again, if if Paul George plays like regular season Paul George, they're going to have two high level wing players that you know 
those guys usually win playoff series. You know, I what I what I def what I count on the Clippers to beat them, no, because the Clippers haven't to me still haven't proved that they're gonna take things seriously and play consistent enough. But, you know, if if the two of those guys are playing at a high level, uh, they're they're gonna be hard to beat. So yeah, I do think I don't think the Suns are the fact that the Suns are now the favorite to win the NBA finals, I think it's kinda of funny. Um even considering who would come out. I I think I would pick with Brooklyn with Brooklyn Hurt, it's tough, but I would pick the Sixers or Bucks to beat them at this point. I think. Interesting. I, I do. To me, I, the one team that brings it and plays hard and plays good basketball every night is the Suns, and I I, I just think that's going to be hard to beat. I think they are good enough to. Beat the Jazz. Well, I think uh, Utah. See, I think Utah does too. Like, I don't. I don't think Utah plays bad basketball. Yeah. I think sometimes. I just think they were. I think sometimes they miss shots. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest too. The Suns have also had the luxury of playing a beat up Lakers team and playing a beat up Jazz team. Beat up Nuggets team. Oh my God! Did I do it again? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I'm not even doing this on purpose. Oh my but God! No, but but to be honest, I think that works in their favor because a lot of times when you see teams make runs to the finals, a lot of times it's about how the path gets laid out before them. And you know, having beat up teams played before them, you know, it's you, rarely do you see a team go play the three best teams in the conference. Yeah, like, it's true. You, you know what I mean? Like. Like the Hawks would have to be well, not not the Hawks, but you know, like a team would have have a hard time beating the three best teams in the conference. Yeah, it's fair. Like the Bucks and the Nets, whoever comes out of there is going to have a much harder time playing the Sixers, whereas the Sixers playing two worst teams would have against them. Because yeah, my thing is, I like I I don't know that I would have. I don't know that the Suns beat a healthy Lakers or a healthy Jazz team or Nuggets team. So <laughs> I kind of that's how that's how that's that's my only hesitancy with them. It's kind of like are they are they as good but, as? But that's we what I'm trying they, to say. Like, a yes, I I obviously had them in. Before you did, this, yeah, agreed. You know, but agreed. That that's how it works, though, for a lot of these teams yeah. that do make runs. Is that they get weird things that fall in their favor like i'm sure you could look at that 2019 raptors teams who had things fall in their favor then they get to the finals and the warriors lose clay thompson and kevin durant and then all of a sudden the raptors are champions and you know everyone wants to anoint Kawhi as one of the best players of all time and it's like well sometimes these things you know yeah they break your way yeah i will say i will say man devin booker is playing on another level and in these closeout games he's not fucking around i i love that kid yes i i i I still don't like that superstar yeah i still don't like that he didn't play for team usa because i think that would have just helped his development because every basically every player that ends up playing on team usa just gets better like LeBron, Wade, and Carmelo's games got so much better the next season after that experience. So, like, I think, I think it's good to at least play once. So, I, I, I you know, I still I don't feel, like that he I didn't do like, that. But man, I feel like a lot of that comes though with, you know, their game got better because they played with like guys like Kobe Bryant. Well, that's what I'm you know? saying. But you're playing, like, but, yeah, you're you're playing with the this, best guys. But are they though? Like nowadays, I feel like a lot of those guys are skipping on the on, on the uh, USA. 
you know, I, like, I still think I, I still. I mean, Kevin, even last Olympics, I mean, Durant, Durant Dr- was it was Durant, there. Draymond Green, Mello Clay Thompson, all played. You know. We know that LeBron's not playing. Yeah, LeBron's yeah. not. Uh, LeBron's he can be too busy playing with the Toon Squad. <laughs> yeah, uh, Curry and Lillard are playing, but yeah, I, I just again, I just think that's a good experience. So, and again, yeah, like well, it's not you, like if you could play alongside there's great like the best players in the game, I say absolutely do it. Yeah. But if they're all skipping out, like, do you really like? Want to uh, go play alongside? I mean, it's a guy at that. Yeah, and I don't want to harp on it, but like at that point, he was like in the league. It was like his fourth or fifth year in the league. He had played no meaningful basketball. I mean, I know he shit on that idea yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, like he he wasn't playing playoff basketball or getting that experience to what it's like to play for like literally yeah, play for games. something. Yeah, yeah. I just I I you know it's I, not I, even I guess, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's just once again, that. like if, if you if you get a chance to play with the best players in the world, I I'll always say do it. Yeah, um, and I will say because I, I did want to talk about this. I was all about that Jokic foul. Uh, you know, for anybody who didn't watch the game, Jokic, who's Jokic is the MVP. Uh, he's first team All NBA. All this nonsense. He's getting beat up in there. The, I mean, the Suns are just sending three guys at him because, again, uh, what do you want? Jokic shooting the ball or you want Austin Rivers shooting the ball, right? So they're sending all these guys at him. They're fouling him. They're, they're hacking him. And he's only got four free throws into the, the fourth quarter like with, you know, with probably nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And he gets so pissed off. Cameron Payne I think that was in the up, third quarter. Was it the third? Was that it late was third? was the third quarter. Uh, it might have been late third. Uh he gets so frustrated and so pissed. He just goes over like he he had hunted whoever had the ball, and it was campaign, yeah. and he just wound up. And now he did hit. He he. I don't even really think he really got campaign all that much. He just, he got a lot of the ball, he, but he was yeah. He, but he, that wasn't his follow through. But his forearm just. But that wasn't his intent. His face. intent was to foul him. It wasn't to clean yeah, to get the yeah. ball. So they so I was going nuts. I was like, oh man, I fucking love what you Joker just did. You know what? Because sometimes it's like, listen. See, and I, this is what I was saying with Trey Young that I, after that first game, I would start Mike Scott and just put him on his ass. You got to sometimes just want to go to the ref and be, listen, if you're not going to control the game, I'm going to control it myself, and I'm going to like someone's going to get hurt. Like this is what's going to happen. I loved it. I, I I thought it was I I thought it just showed that Yoga just wasn't going to take any shit. And again, he got tossed, which obviously sucks. But they weren't they weren't going to win that game. Yeah. I know they made a fake run at the end or whatever. But yeah, uh, you know, to me it was like, listen, like I'm if you're not you're not going to call that you're not going to call these fouls. I'm really going to foul somebody. I, I love that man. I'm I, I still do that in men's leagues. Not that that matters. The 36 year old dude. Oh, I do yeah, it all the time. I'm, I'm if sure, I don't, if I'm, I'm not, if I'm not, if, if our if our team's not getting some calls and they're calling some soft. Shit on the on on us. I'm I, I go to the ref. I'm like, if you're gonna keep calling that, I'm I'm going to I'm I'm gonna foul somebody and they're gonna get hurt. So you make it you make up your mind how you're gonna call this game. <laughs> yeah. Um. For me, I, I think what I was saying, like he, I'm not necessarily against that, but as far as like a refereeing standpoint, you th- like that ha- that absolutely had to be a flagrant too. Like there, there was. Oh yeah. I, I don't think there was. Well, at the, at the time, I believe you were. I guess you didn't really necessarily say you were against calling it a flagrant two, but you just. Were so I said good. I hope he doesn't get tossed. I didn't say yeah. I disagreed that it was a flagrant two. Yeah, and I actually tweeted something and got some backlash saying from people that they thought I was wrong. I was like, no, this is how it's written. This is how it's one hundred percent been officiated. Yeah. D- he he well. He wound up. He and the worst part was he he head hunted whoever had the ball. Like he really he after he didn't get that yeah. call, he's like, I'm just gonna go foul the yeah. shit out of somebody. And 
my my thing was more so like as far as I was looking at it from like an officiating consistency standpoint. Like I understand he's the MVP. I understand you know is a frustration thing. I understand he doesn't have a history of this, but you you got to call the play that happened. And that was a hundred percent. You know him going to whack the hell out of someone because he was pissed off. And that was, needs to be a flagrant, too. You, like, you, you just can't have that play happening. And so I was real big, like, you know, if you want to have any consistency and respect as a referee in an organization, you had to call that a flagrant, too. And they did. Uh, so, but as far as, like, uh, him sending a message, I really wasn't against it. I dug it. Oh, Jeff, yeah. you, have any, you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, he really showed them. <laughs> I, I mean, do love. I, mean, yeah, I, 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 I. It was awesome. So, like, obviously, Philly Twitter's been having fun with uh, Jokic because Joel, you know, should have been the league MVP um, had he had he been able to just play, you know, another ten games and not gotten hurt. Yeah. Um, so, you know, because everybody kept saying, you know, it wasn't even like his impact on the game, this and that. But the biggest thing a lot of media was saying, well, you know, Jokic of Jokic. His availability is what made him so valuable. So Philly fans have been trolling with that. And then after he got tossed, he's like, "Well, I guess I, I guess the MVP's got <laughs> no longer available for his team." So that was pretty yeah. funny. Wow, cool. <laughs> you, we're gonna. God, I can't wait till we box. <laughs> can't wait. All right. Um, All right. Anything else we wrapped up here, boys? Uh, I think so. I think we all have. We're none of us. None of us are changing our our picks here on the series. I guess we have. I mean, we picked the same teams no. outside of. Uh, I mean, the, the Nets. The, the Nets. Yeah, the Nets. Bucks are our only swing series. The so. the, the Bucks uh, have obviously given me uh, cause for concern, but never nervous. Never. You nervous. think uh, you think James Harden plays Game Six? I mean, I would see why he wouldn't. I, I saw some. I saw some. Kyrie say, or James Harden. James Harden. Oh. I, I I don't see anything. Well, I saw that some he people. Would do game, like, I don't see him doing any less in Game Six. I saw the most ridiculous things I've seen on Twitter since post game is a lot of people saying that Nash should sit both Kevin Durant and Harden for Game Six because he played them so much tonight and just go for it in Game Seven. Oh my gosh! Uh, that's All that's right. where we are now. Oh my gosh! Well, on that note, <laughs> Drew. Give me a kiss, and I'll send us off. Oh, big kisses, baby. Jump.